What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Political Bandit Program. I'm sorry if things, hopefully everything sounds the same as it should be per week, officially over the weekend. Uh, I have a new computer that has now been built, so uh, hopefully everything is sounding okay. I've been trying to adjust settings, working on just getting everything up and running. But welcome back to the Political Bandit Program. It's a new week, new fun. We're in week five now, and I must say, uh, it's a weird time to live. Uh, you know, I mean, still, Ben Shapiro is killing it with, I kid you not, being a, a rapper, but still being up there on the charts over the weekend, and now there's still a lot of other stuff happening. From the border all the way to Ukraine, we got it all, all right here on today's show. If you haven't already, please do consider subscribing, following on Twitter and True Social, and you can check out, of course, all the articles in the description. So jumping right in, so the border issue is, uh, it's continuing, and it's still uh, not going great for the Biden administration, so officially over the, uh, officially over the weekend, uh, House Republicans unveiled uh, articles of impeachment against Homeland uh, Security Secretary Al Alejandro Mayorkas and uh, hope that that will actually work this time. As of course, Mayorkas has been in violation of his oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, to bear true faith and a white allegiance to the same and well and faithfully discharge the duties of his office. So, right now, it, uh, of course, seems to be that uh, we'll have to see if this even goes through again. I mean, you know, they've tried to impeach him, but it didn't, you know, the vote didn't go well. And, I mean, with the amount of people coming through, I would really hope, and with how big this issue currently is right now, I'd really hope that they would go ahead and impeach him. But, I mean, we'll have to see... You know what will happen. Of course, Senator or Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, I should say, has already vowed to bring them to the floor as for a vote as soon as possible. So uh, we'll keep you updated when that comes through and drops, because it's not going too well, right? On the Biden side of things, it's not going well, right? There, the Border Patrol Union, the literal Border Patrol Union, a union, uh, is uh, not having it. Right, that that is that is that is not that is not going to happen. So the Biden administration was basically overall uh, going to, you know, was trying to get the border patrol to start arresting agents to actually start arresting like some of Texas's national guard, right? And the rank and file uh, border patrol agents are not going to start arresting Texas national guard members for following their lawful orders. That's fake. Uh, all right, it should say that they aren't. It's gonna that's that's fate, dude. But they really don't want to, right? I should say. To be perfectly clear, there's no file a fight between rank and uh, file border patrol agents and the Texas National Guard. Uh, it may be it may make flashy headlines, but it's simply not true, right? They they aren't having it. Basically, uh, you know, uh. I mean, they're going to try to, but how many of the members are actually going to listen, eh, right? Like, they could be arresting. Could be. But no one knows because 
a lot of them don't care, right? A lot of them are like, eh, they have their orders. We'll just do our, like, you know, like, they're kind of, you know, like, it, it's kind of weird because, you know, it, this, this entire statement just doesn't make sense, right? Because, okay, so... The Border Patrol is like, yeah, you know, the orders that they have are lawful orders and that they, and, you know, that they realize that their orders, you know, are law are well lawful, but uh, no matter, how, you know, how unpopular they're. So it's just like, yeah, you know, when people really don't, you know, some people will just bite the bullet and, you know, arrest some of them. Uh, but how many of them are actually going to do that? And besides, it's not going to matter in other terms, as officially, you know, Abbott is, you know, already prepared for in the event if Biden federalizes the Texas National Guard, they're already prepared. They're already, you know, they're all already moving to, you know, fully be prepared as to fully handle, you know, such a such an issue. So it's not like they're you know, being unprepared, they're already prepared to back it up, right? So the border is going great, right? The border is going great. And, you know, Biden is, you know, coming out and saying that, hey, he wants to embrace being tougher on border, right? He, he's, he's claiming this. He, he's claiming that he wants to be tough. All you guys have to do is just is just accept the, the deal that they have on the table. And, of course, uh, the deal... Uh, the deal is not is not good. It's not a good compromise. It's not a good deal. It doesn't really do actually much to help out the border, and it actually just starts to give more of our money away to Ukraine, which we'll have a story on that a bit later on why we maybe should stop giving money to Ukraine, as it seems to be not going too well on that front. But so uh, you know, it's this whole back and forth, and even inside of Congress, and that of course. Trump, in his own election, in his own, you know, own interest, obviously doesn't want a deal to happen as it could sink, you know, some of his chances. But just on an actual, you know, full-on, you know, normal spec of the actual deal being proposed here, it's not a great deal, right? It's not, it's not a good deal for Republicans. It's not a good deal for really anybody, you know, because here's the thing. Biden is not going to start getting suddenly harder on the border. He's not. He's not actually going to do it. It's not going to happen, right? Because this man is not in charge. Do you see how this man walks? Do you see how this man talks? He's not in charge. He hasn't been in charge. Like, he, he is not wearing the pants here, right? So, no. I mean, he's not going to at all secure the border. It's just not going to happen. For whatever reason, he's just not going to do it, right? Because... You know, why Why would he need, you know, because then we wouldn't get, you know, hilarious stories like this one uh, coming out of uh, coming coming out of uh, the Border Patrol in which we have this fun, fun time in which uh, <laughs> a, uh, a young female U.S. citizens caught at border with meth fentanyl in their vaginas. Yes. Hey, man, so, uh, um, you know, they're really getting desperate to sneak drugs in. So how do you sneak the drugs into America? Easy. You just put them in your vagina. 
Literally, you, ju you just put them in your vagina. That's right, according to... <laughs> According to U.S. Customs uh, Patrol down at El Paso, uh, apparently uh, they intercepted 189.8 grams of fentanyl and 65.7 grams of methamphetamine from a 36-year-old female woman who arrived in the pedestrian lanes and was subsequently referred to a secondary inspection. Uh, uh, a canine inspection and a pat-down search were conducted, leading to the detection of narcotic-filled uh, bundles concealed within the vaginal cavity. Officers <laughs> also intercepted another woman who who then also had them in her vagina. And then later that same day, a 45-year-old male had drugs in his ass. <laughs> what What is happening? Yes, every everybody is, I guess, just sne sneaking their their drugs through their vagina. So you know, our, our border is going great. By the way, it's it's going great, right? It, it's going fantastic. Well, some people don't think it's going fantastic, and so a convoy of protesters who have deemed themselves uh, God's army uh, will be making its way to the southern border next week. And uh, the organizers of the Take Our Border Back uh, convoy, so the mission is to stand up against globalists who they claim are conspiring to keep the U.S. border uh, open to allow illegal, illegal immigrants to cross from Mexico. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to read you a good portion of this to then be in juxtaposition of another article on this very same convoy. And we'll see, we'll, you'll see a bit of a, a difference here. Uh, this is a, a biblical monument, uh, moment, uh, monumental moment that's been put together by God. One of the organizers said uh, on a recent planning call, we are besieged on all sides by dark forces of evil. And so you might, you know, see here that they are, you know, just calling on. Uh, they're also calling on, you know, retired law enforcement, military veterans, elected officials and other law abiding uh, freedom you know, loving Americans to join their cause, should join the cause. Their goal is to shed light on the obvious dangers posed by a wide open southern border, according to a new release, uh, turned to a news release dated January 12th. So, okay. So, you know, they, they don't, you know, there's people, very patriotic Americans that are just going to be doing a convoy and sort of peaceful protest against. You know, uh, you know the overall, you know, current administration and you know what they're doing. Okay, okay, so that's that's fine. That's all. It's all fine and uh, fine and dandy. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. So, so that was you know a, a more like local type thing. Let, let's see a more national piece. Uh, maybe from the from the Daily Beast. Let's let's see. This is from uh, Kate Brinkwet on the same same uh same you know thing. Uh, let's see. The MAGA truckers are back and heading to the border. So we're already starting off with a, a great thing, by the way. Keep in mind, these people aren't immediately claiming to be, you know, make America great again level people. Um, and so, uh, well, suddenly, uh, in the uh, subheading here, a convoy that includes election deniers. So there's Democrats? I uh, Shit, I, I didn't know. Oh, anti-vaxxers. QAnon uh, devotees. 
uh, is determined to insert itself into border battles and experts warns all oh, the experts could warn warn that trouble could escalate ooh ooh okay so let, let's just go by just how bad of journalism this is within the first second within the first the first line first line of this shit a convoy of jesus loving truckers will converge on the southern border next week in a battle of, to stop it, uh, what they say is a migrant invasion oh is is it not kate is is it not an invasion is 12 million illegals coming across the border and those are the ones we know about that's that's not the ones that have gotten away there's a lot of those a lot more of those too uh, the event called Take Our Border Back Convoy and promoted by far-right media is advertised as a peaceful assembly of, you know, all the things I told you before. Uh, of course, Media Matters, all great, a great organization, a fantastic, definitely uh, non-biased organization, point out some organizers include, uh, inc include a rogues and gallery of election deniers, anti-vaxxers, and QAnon conspiracy theories. So, okay. Out of all the people that are going to be there, right, only two out of three of those things are going to be true, okay? Because I'm convinced that one of these things really doesn't exist anymore because no one I can seem to find actually knows what this means and it's just a buzzword. It's like it's like the uh, fucking uh, – if you look and read like a lot of like uh, critical gaming journal art like articles from like Kotaku or whatever – that's just straight up Gamergate, right? Like a bunch of like online people will blame like this event that happened like 10 plus years ago or however long ago being like, it was all Gamergate, right? It's the same thing with QAnon. I don't know what the fuck QAnon is at this point. And at this point, I'm just too scared to fucking ask because I'm genuinely being serious. I don't know what QAnon still is. Even after reading the Wikipedia page, searching it back and forwards, looking for secret messages for... I, I still don't know. I still have no fucking clue. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, election deniers. Uh, so you mean what Democrats have been doing since literally the year 2000 if they don't win an election? Is that is that what we're talking about? Oh, shit, wait, that's, that's, too, that's too truthful. Uh, Anti-vaxxers. Uh, do you just mean people that don't want to take the COVID vax or all vax? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of them are just going to be those, the, the first one, not not the second one. You know, they're probably people, you know, either like me that, you know, maybe wish they didn't get it or just straight up didn't get it because they didn't want. I mean, no, I thought we were all about freedom of choice or something, you know, shit or, you know, something. I don't know. So, you know, QAnon, though. Sir, does anybody, any, anybody, ge genuine question, does, any, does anybody fucking know? Because I don't know. You know, I must, I must say, like, the, it is hilarious. Ah, oh, yes, yes, there are a bunch of MAGA people. Can people not just, is, is that not, you know, how, can people not just go to the border and be a convoy? Is that not, is that not a thing? God, no wonder why the journalism industry is, is dying if that's the that's the kind of journalism we're we're pumping out, then we should be really, uh, really scared. I mean, really, really scary. So, you know, so the border is great, right? The border is going good. 
Okay, how how is the economy? You know, that's the second biggest issue in the nation currently. How is the economy doing? Well, let's see. Uh, San Francisco's oldest toy, uh, toy store, that which inspired the classic toy, uh, toy Story movie, is permanently shutting its doors after nearly a century in business due to the city's widespread violence and crime that are playing a significant factor. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Man, that, that crime is sure going great. <laughs> Yay. Isn't this fun, guys? Uh, I mean... It, it, genuinely, if I was them, you know what I would literally just say? We're gonna just shut down the store here, and we're just gonna move somewhere else that's not like this, right? I mean... I mean, this is some of the saddest, like, this This is the saddest shit, right? So, here, here's this. The It was founded back in 1938, uh, and it once had several locations across the uh, Bay Area, and since dwindled down to one final location in the financial district of San Francisco. And now, you know, pretty much... Uh, you know, it's now gone, you know, it's now closing up, you know, I mean, hell, you know, it's, it's going great, by the way, over there in San Francisco, how, how great is it, uh, one of his former employees was pushed up against the shop's wall and nearly stabbed, uh, that's, 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 how nice of them, must have been because they were, they ran out of a certain Lego that the, the person wanted, I, I, I mean, I mean, that, is that not just the most depressing shit? I mean, seriously. A, a, a toy store. A, a, a toy a toy store. That literally helped to inspire one of the most popular, like, Pixar movies ever. Is now gone. It's now gone. So, so, so long to a, a literal family business, you know, that so long. There it goes. 80, 80 plus years down the fucking drain, right? Down, down the fucking drain. So it's going great, right? Right, right, Stephen King, or Stephen King, whatever the f your stupid name is. I mean, seriously, if you don't know who Stephen King is at this point, uh, you probably should. I mean, listen, he's a great overall author, right? He He's a great author for some of the books that he's right, for some of like, his iconic books that he's written. Uh, if you don't know who Stephen King is, you've probably heard of his books. Like, if you've heard of the, you know, It or The the Boogeyman, you know, stuff like that. If you've read some of those books or or you've even seen some of those movies, that's what they're based off of, right? That That is, those are the kind of, you know, things that they are based off of. Like I said, he's a, he can be a pretty interesting, you know, author, some would say, but... Uh, you know, he's, he should probably stay to just being an author, because he's, he's, he's not, he's not very good at it, right? He's a very good fiction writer, uh, cause he tweets out fiction, like, uh, like this. The economy is stronger than ever. He's right. You know, he is right, guys. The economy is stronger, stronger than ever. Right, he it's it's just stronger than ever. 
So I I mean seriously, what a what a fantastic fantastic moment, uh, for, uh, you know all of us in which yes, it's stronger, stronger than ever. And you know it's so strong that uh, you know even uh, black men are, are pondering, hey, it's been four years, I'm still dirt broke. Or, you know, not doing better than I was four years ago. And Biden promised me the world, the sunshine, and everything in between. And shit hasn't changed. And actually, it feels like it's gotten worse. And so now, you know, a lot of them are becoming frustrated. And are, you know, trying to make up their mind. Do I vote for the orange man? Or do I vote for the same damn thing and hope that something changes this time? Except that, uh... You know, it's it's going great. It's it's going it's it's great, right? It's fantastic uh, for for them. It's going fantastic, right? I I mean seriously, I don't I don't know why. You know, for all all of uh, the blacks out there, you do realize the only reason you guys vote Democrat is because you literally only changed back with Franklin Delano Roosevelt back in the 1940s and that's it like you guys literally only only switched back then because you believed and fell into Delano Roosevelt's trap of believing you know he's gonna fix a lot of things and then ever since then that's, that's what you guys voted for and Democrats same racist that they've always been from the plantations they made you work on to the modern era, I mean, you know, you could have had civil rights back in the 1920s, but ooh, uh, some people didn't want you to have those. You'll never guess who, but yeah, yeah, what a what a great time. And I mean, the fact that the overall sort of black voting block is starting to change. Is a is a definite great sign. Uh, I mean, I mean they're now you know really, I mean, you know a lot of blacks are probably looking at especially themselves and going, hey, you know I actually had a bit more money in my pocket when this orange dude was in power than this other white dude in power, and it's still, you know, still not working out, right? It's still not, you know, still not getting better so yeah it's going great guys it's going great well meanwhile on the trump uh front officially trump now has to pay uh the weirdo uh gal eugene carroll uh 80 plus million dollars now for whatever reason i don't know why i just really really don't know why this woman is getting money at all her story is the most uncredible story ever. I could literally tell you the story and like or like a similar type of story and it would make just as much sense. And you'd be like, that story doesn't seem very truthful. Yeah, but I said it did, so it must have happened. By the way, this woman has already admitted that she basically told the stories about Trump to sell books. I mean, her whole goal was to make money out of this and uh, I must say a very uh very successful uh a very successful way to get a whole bunch of money out of uh out of trump so you know what good job on her you know uh, her 
her weirdo age of however old she is where she paints rocks or something in her backyard or does whatever weirdo shit she does. She now is 80 plus million dollars richer. So, you know, you know, the woman who thinks that, you know, other people think that rape is sexy. I mean, this, this woman is off the rails, right? So great. Good, good work. Uh, good work to uh, to her. So, well, protests are everywhere, right? For, you know, the climate, for, you know, for, you know, the Palestinians in Gaza, right? For ceasefire now. It's it's becoming a bit of a, you know, hot topic around the around, you know, not just our nation, but the world. Well, I have some bad news for all of you pro-Palestinian protesters. I, I really do. You don't have the right to block the streets. You have the right to protest, but blocking traffic is not one of them. You can protest, just you can't be blocking traffic. Traffic still has to be able to go through. You, you can't make a blockade like this, okay? People, like the other day for at Ronald Reagan Airport... There was a full-on traffic alert because people were straight up blocking the road, right? These pro Palestinian protesters were blocking the road. Okay, this is not... First of all, what you're going to end up doing is you're going to get one of yourselves killed because somebody is going to eventually get fed up with it and they are just going to fucking stomp on it, right? It's going to be like that dude down in Panama that just wanted to get where he's going and straight up got out of his car pulled out his gun, and just shot the fucker in the head, right? It's You're going to get people to that point. Because, no, most people, right, most people don't look at these protests, and they don't, you know, they don't look like a movie protest where a lot of people might want to join in. These look like really just stupid protests in which we all look at it and we go, yeah, we don't really like your message, or we also don't, uh, like, we just don't want your... We also don't think this is a great way to go about it, as this really doesn't make a lot of people like you at all, right? I mean, it really doesn't. It doesn't It, it doesn't make me want to be an anti-Semite and join your cause when you literally destroy traffic, right? Or if you're, you know, the sort of, you know, like the just-stop-oil type people, right? They, they now have attacked, or I don't even know if these people are, I don't even think these people are just-stop-oil, but uh, two protesters... Uh, went ahead and they also uh, attacked the Mona Lisa in the Louvre, which is a really interesting painting to attack because the in the clip, right, in the clip that I've seen of this, right, this is a weird painting to attack because uh, I don't know if they're just stupid or something, uh, but, like, the actual Mona Lisa is underneath glass, right? So if you're trying to damage art, this isn't exactly an art piece to damage. And I, I guess it makes sense to, you know, attack the Mona Lisa because you're going to get, you know, a lot of attention because it's a really popular painting. Might just ask is, we're security, right? There's a there's a full-on, you know, like, there's a thing in front of the, the actual Mona Lisa that's to prevent people from getting too close, right? My, I just, I just have to ask, you know, why... You know, why, why is, I mean, seriously, I, I mean, what's so funny is then employees of the Louvre were seen on video placing black panels in front of the, in front of the masterpiece and then asking visitors to evacuate the room. 
I mean, of course, no damage was done. I could have uh, basically already told you that. There, because it literally sits behind, I kid you not, bulletproof fucking glass. So, I just really don't. Uh, these who believe the two people were, of course, arrested following the event. Uh, so, yes. Uh, uh, you know, what a great way to get people really on your side by attacking, you know, the Mona Lisa. What, what a great way. What a great way. Well, speaking of the climate, how well is it? I guess it must be working for Joe, Joe Biden. Joe Biden must like the attacking of art. Uh, because he's now paused LNG export approvals uh, after pressure from uh, climate activists. How well, uh, how how big of a pause could it be? Uh, all the way until November fifth. So if you wanted any exports of liquefied natural gas uh, to be approved, uh, it could be until after literally the election. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a that's great. That's that's cool. I I would like it now though. No, we'll we'll do it later. We'll we'll do it later. But but how about now? Now we'll do it later. You know, maybe after the election. You know, we're in January right now. You can wait. You know, another. You you can wait the the ten months, right? Right. I'm sure you can. It's not like you needed. You know that uh, those exports or anything? No, no. You can wait until November of this year. That's a great idea. As well as uh, apparently, according to the great climate scientist, they now are saying that global warming may shave, may have shaved uh, six months off your life, or even more, if you're a woman. Now I don't know what this last word is because uh, we don't use that absolutely bigoted term in the year 2024 i mean come on guys get with the times it's birthing people or vagina havers or uh, you know like, come on get with the program people okay keep your keep your stuff straight my goodness my 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 so yes we're all we're all dying now we, we've all lost six months the the you've all we've all lost six months and if you're whatever you know a birthing person you've lost even more i'm sorry i'm really i'm i'm really really sorry that uh you've lost more of your life uh because the planet is getting warmer i'm really sorry everybody i really am well the middle east is also very exciting it's very very fantastic it's going so well, in fact, that three more U.S. troops have died and two uh, dozen and at least wounds on at least two dozen service members after, of course, after, of course, uh, a suicide drone striking uh, Tower 22 uh, military or striking the Tower 22 military outpost in Jordan. So that's great. Uh, that, that's that's good. That's what we like to hear. And, you know, of course, after this, of course, after this. Uh, now U.S. senators are now, of course, pushing for attacks on Iran, which is, this is always a good idea. You know, what's ratchet everything up right now, it's a good idea. Um, you know, because it's not like we haven't just given a whole bunch of money to, you know, Iran and everything and all that good stuff. So this is good. This is, this is very good. Um, the Middle East, it's going great. 
right? It's it's going great. You know, remember, remember, it's the best the Middle East was a, a few a few months ago, back before October seventh, and it's going great now. It's the best. It is the best I have ever seen. Mm. The best, just the best I have ever seen. Mm. And over, of course, and uh, in Israel is. Uh, I mean, Benjamin Netanyahu said that he'll do it alone if necessary, as the White House appears to, you know, getting, getting a little backsy off, you know, it's because they aren't Ukraine, so, <laughs> you know, they aren't, you know, they aren't, they aren't Ukraine, so it, they, you know, they don't get all, all the, all the money, and so, you know, it's, it's great. So uh, they'll they'll probably be going on alone, and they'll just keep going and giving hell to the Hamas all on their own. So, so you know, if America isn't dependable anymore, then Israel will go ahead and they'll do it on their own to take out Hamas. So, hey. They'll do it themselves, you know. If America doesn't want help, then they'll do it, and they'll take out the terrorists themselves. And they'll just stop caring about the international community and what they think, because they'll just do whatever they want. Right? Well, finally, over in Ukraine, you know, Ukraine, they're, they're doing great too, right? Uh, Ukrainian officials stole about $40 million meant for uh, the purchase of ammunition for the military, uh, according to the country's internal uh, security service, said Saturday. So that's good. That's that's great. Uh, and that's only what we know so far. It's not any other stuff. So, you know, Ukraine, definitely not corrupt. There's no problems there. Uh, surely there's nothing else that's a problem. So that's, that's great, everyone. Fantastic. Fantastic. It's good. I love seeing, you know, all of our tax dollars sent to a country that's just embezzling the money. So, great. Thank goodness. Well, that is going to do it for today's show. If you haven't already, please do consider subscribing. Follow on Twitter and True Social. And if you haven't already, you can check their, their articles down in the description. And check out everything fact check stuff for yourself as i always recommend you do of course have a good rest of your monday and i'll see you right back here tomorrow for the tuesday edition of the show